Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for your weekly installment of the Lost, Unknown, Unappreciated, and Downright Adults Only material of the last hundred years. My name is Dan. And I'm Rob. And we are here. And you were just hearing Doug Clark and the Hot Nuts. Whoa. For adults only. Yeah, so exactly. That's Excuse what they me, say. sir. Oh, it is. Yeah. For, and it's literally for adults only. It is. It says it right on the cover. It's on Gross Records. It's kind of so, gross. This must just be like a like a stripper song or something. Let's see if we can find something that gives us a little indication. Maybe maybe maybe. Ooh, is that like a rototom fill in the middle? Yeah, it was. (laughs) Okay, wait. Let's see if this starts. One turned over to the other and said. Have you heard the one about the talkative bull who every time he saw a cow wanted to stop and jab her? (laughs) Very nice, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. (laughs) And what I was trying to tell you earlier is this is Who the Hell Are You Anyway? I mean, Who the Hell Are You podcast. And it's been a while because, um, well, things change, people move. Um, times they are a change in COVID, Co- extra yeah. COVID. We could just say COVID. Yeah, continual because COVID. COVID. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn you up a little bit. Rob. Yeah, I'm, my I'm, little here. I'll, I I'll, could. Hey, it's is this a little better? Yeah, that's better. Right, I just want to make sure that you're as as taut as I am. I, I just like to be in the like way in the background. Like I'm yelling from the back of the like. Hey, hey, hey Rob's in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say going back to Doug Clark. I I really enjoy the uh, the organized horn section. Like that's, oh yeah, I mean, there's were, something cool about that. Yeah, it's a lost art. It is a lost art. Um, so every week we're going to uh, bring out a new pile of uh, thirty-three and a thirds and forty-fives, but not yet. Not yet. Um, and also, Rob, this is season four, ladies and gentlemen. Season four. <laughs> wow, we have reached a milestone. It's quite welcome. A, yeah, to I'm, season four. I'm go- happy to be here. I'm happy that you're here. And so is Judd Strunk. I'm sorry, what did you say? Show is, so is Judd Strunk. Judd Strunk. All right, Judd, let's hear it. I recall a batting ball, the games that we would play. Yeah. Climbing trees, shooting peas after Saturday matinee. Playing pool. Skipping school, the crazy things we did. So crazy. Uh, Drawn a blank. Who played Gomer Pyle? Oh, uh, Jim Neighbors. Jim Neighbors. This, this is like Jim Neighbors' neighbor. <laughs> it's called Next Door Neighbors' Kid. <laughs> yeah, there it is. See? The junior prom. Judge Trunk. Well, I grew up next to Jim Neighbors. Yeah. Because it sounds like it sounds like because Jim Neighbors did an album, I feel like it sounded a lot like oh, this. Jim Neighbors did a lot, a lot of albums, right? Yeah. The only thing different is that Jim Neighbors couldn't sing. No, touche. He was like, well, I know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He saw right. that nasal delivery. I feel like this guy sound sings the way I would have expected Jim to sound. Oh yeah. Daisy a day. I'll be a daisy if you do. Oh, you're 73. Mm-hmm. 
the games that we would Yeah, this is kind of like that Harry Chapin yeah. sort of like, post sixties. Yeah, post sixties folk heading into a fishing pole, the swim, or um, heading to dance. Who's uh, Jim Croce? Oh, very Jim Croce. Yeah. So who's heard of Judge Trunk? Do you hear that on classic folk radio? I don't. I don't think so. I'm going to request it from now on. If you go to the folk fest, you're going to be like, "Where's Judge Trunk?" I'm like, like, "Our next song is a cover by the late great Judge Trunk." I I shouldn't say that. Maybe he's alive. Well, could be. I mean, he's pretty young there. He does. If you want to see this cover, you should go to our Instagram page. Oh yeah, that's right. The Who the Hell Are You podcast Instagram. That's right. But he does kind of look like Dick Van Patten on the cover. That's a good point. Next oh, eight, eight is enough. Five. Eight is enough. Five. Like a svelter. Yeah. A svelter one. But Dick Van Patten, a little taller. <laughs> well, it was arranged by Don Costa. Yeah, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, my Judd Strunk though. Does that sound like? It feels like a producer changed his name for the album. Why would they change it to I, that? I, I, I know. They're like, there's too many Jim Smiths, so you're going to be Judge Strunk now. What? The next door neighbor's kid. The next door neighbor's kid. His name's Dennis. <laughs> That's right. The menace. Dragging a stick along the picket fence. Yeah. I just whitewashed that. Well, I mean, that hey, was easy listening, ladies and gentlemen. That was gentlemen. Some, that's smooth. It was very smooth. Yeah. And uh, Judge Strunk, wherever you are, if you'd like to talk to us, you just have to email us at who the hell are you podcast at Yahoo. Yeah. Yahoo. Right. The Yahoo never lies. Well, Rob, we got to get right back into classic. It's time for. I don't speak the language. I don't speak the language. Nope. And this is a French record, a French pop record. And you, um, you mean French? Yes, French pop record that we played a little bit last season, but it's got. 20, 20 hits on it. There's no way we could get through that. And I think we pretty much started with the first side, first song. So we're going to go first side, last song. Oh, there you go. That's usually a hidden gem, first side, last song. There we go. Take it away, Franchi. It's a Judge Trump kind of morning. (laughs) This is Le Judge Shrunk. Le, le Neighbor's Kid. That's right. Le Chanson. The Child. This is Jean Crochet. Pierre Crochet. This sounds like another song already. Yeah. I oh. Could have been me and Bobby. Yeah, but there's definitely you can sing a few different songs over this one. It's funny. The, to me, the French language is a beautiful language, but it doesn't lend itself to this song to me. I mean, it's just an opinion. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's like, different, different rhyme scheme. It is right, right. They don't, they don't, but they're, they're they're trying to force their stanzas into like the Americanized. <laughs> well, that's why when you sing real French songs, you're like, and I went over to that thing. And it right, right. It do, doesn't, yeah. And then we, it's the opposite the other way. Exactly. Au revoir. Ooh. 
I like the uh, the slide drag though. <laughs> well, this is um, hey, who is this? This is La Père de Sylvia. Sacha Distel. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa! What's happening? I know what this is. One of the writers is Shel Silverstein. He wrote Sylvia's Mother for Dr. Hook. Or, I guess, Dr. Yeah. Hook. Comes. Yeah, right? So there it is. We're listening to, but Pear is father. Sylvia's father. Is that what Pear is? It's the second side. I'm sorry. It's side. Oh. It's, it's labeled back. It is, yeah. Yep. So, Sylvia's father? Yep. It's the father of Sylvia. Right. Yeah. So I wonder if this is just the French version. Yeah, I guess it is. Sylvia's mother. Tell Sylvia's mother. Sylvia something. I, you were saying side, but it's definitely face. Yeah. Right, back it up. Yeah. I, I gotta get that's that. A, that's a, you should sample that. Whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with French is that we have to use parts of our uh, anatomy that we never used to yeah. say any words. They're all flabby. Like, um, I like. I would like to. See, I'd like to listen to track one on this side, actually. Oh, that's what we listened to in the last. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's the problem. That's why I knew it. Yeah. The first track is Disco Duck, but it's not the Disco Duck that seems to be associated with Disney. Well, no, because of the lawsuits. (laughs) They're like, let's just call it that. Let's just call it Disco Duck and not have any cartoon duck in it. Well, there's some other hits on here like La Dame en Bleu, La Petite en Sue, Vire. And I'm old. Oh, they did a fade in the middle of the song. Yeah, he's I like, mean, he's still like I'm still going. Well, ladies and gentlemen, like, I mean, what do you want? Hit, hits are only so long, sir. You're done. Yeah. So give yeah. it up for a French version of Sylvia's mother called Sylvia's father, uh, co-written by a Mr. Shell Silverstein, who also has some records. I actually found some over the summer. Did I play you any of those? No. I don't think we could play it on here, but maybe. Um, Shel Silverstein released a couple, a few records, but I found one. Are they all music? Or are they? It, it's mostly music. There's he doesn't. There's some that he reads from his books, but yeah, this yeah. one is a pure music. That's what I imagined they would. And be. And it's like a bunch of beatniks, and they're all just like yeehaw, bing, ding ding ding. <laughs> it sounds like a like a beer hall. Wow. Yeah. Who knew? I didn't until I found it. It's if like you, like Shel Silverstein was like Hemingway, like he went on benders somewhere and round rounded up a group of uh, people to make records with. I think, yeah, I think he had an entourage kind of right. like um, uh, who's the Campbell Soup guy, the painter. Oh, uh, Warhol. Yeah, Andy yeah, Warhol. Yeah. He just walked around with a bunch of people. Like a posse. Yeah, yeah. It was his poetic. Andre the Giant and Alan, Andy Warhol. Yeah, Alan, Alan Ginsberg. Can we we should get stickers made up that says Andy Warhol had a posse. Like remember the Oh Andy, yeah, the, the Andre yeah. the Giant. Yeah. Oh It'll be like five foot seven and has a posse. Whatever happened to those? You never you never even see those yeah. on poles anymore. Well, it's funny is that it's been reduced now to just you see his his eyes in the drawing. Oh. And they've made I've seen that on t shirts and, and things now. But it takes me harkens back to uh seeing them all over the place in the eighties and nineties. 
Yeah. Like every stop sign had one of those. Every, the every stop sign, pole, you know, anything that could stick. You know, Andre the Giant apparently could drink 100 beers. I, I believe sitting. it. Yeah. I don't think it would be like you and I drinking a beer, though. He was ginormous. Well, that, yeah, that's the thing is the, the wrestlers. I've listened to some interviews and the wrestlers say that, you know, A, he would just start drinking immediately before the match. And then he would go in the match and tell you what to do. And if you didn't do it, he would just manhandle you. Because have you ever seen his hand? <laughs> yeah. Like a, a can of beer looks like this big. Yeah, it looks like, like those little V8 cans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was him. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how big But that's the, the It's the was. Wade Boggs thing where Wade Boggs drank like 50 beers, flew cross country, drinking 50 beers, and then he landed in San Francisco and he went like, he went like to the ball three park. for three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is for Wade. Yeah. It's like a little surf in the back. Definitely like late eighties. Yeah. And rockabilly was still. Well, it sounds. It's funny. It sounds like. It actually reminds me of a song like Tom Petty would have done. Oh yeah. Yeah. In in, the, in that era. Yeah. Or or this could have been like a Dwight Yoakam song. Right. Oh, very Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. Great. Great call. Who is this? This is the title track, House of Tears, off of, now, I'm not quite sure how to say this. It's either Hedge V or Hedge 5. Oh, yeah. But there's only four people in the band, so I don't think it's five. It's like Ben Folds 5. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, Hedge V is actually the... the two guys? Hedge V is the singer. And there are five guys, but there's only four in the picture. Mitch Easter is credited with bits and pieces, so he probably didn't get a picture. Oh, yeah. He's the guy that they brought in to add a little flavor. Oh, yeah. This is 87. Just a little flavor. It's funny, too, because the pictures are all of them, like, outside of, like, a house, probably in Tennessee somewhere, because it was done in Nashville. And it's like every band is like, well, we went to Nashville, and then we rented a house, and we made this record. And that looks like a hearse. It looks like they're posing in a hearse oh, yeah, with is. a fisheye lens. It's a good cover, though. If you want to see that cover, you should yeah. just go over and check it out. Check it out the Instagram. Who the hell are you podcasting? Oh. Exists so in all formats. And Mitch Easter appeared courtesy of IRS Records, but the rest of them... Oh, one guy was on Arista, but the rest of the other three were on uh, MTM. Oh, so... Fe- so featuring Morris the Cat. That is? Oh, my. That's right. It's Meryl MTM. Morris? MTM. Meryl. <laughs> Stephen Dubner, but Stephen Dubner is not even part of the band. I, I suspect these guys are like side people in other projects. I bet you Hedge V shows up in a lot. It says mastered by Hank Williams. He was long gone by then. No, Hank Williams. Which one? <laughs> First, second, or third? It just doesn't give him. Well, it's not bass. I bet you the, the bits and pieces of that floor tom ball. It might not be the same Hank Williams. It's like Bob Rock versus Bobby Rock. You know? (laughs) Hank Williams mixes from the grave. Maybe that's what the 
the hearse is about. <laughs> exactly. We dug up Hank Williams, <laughs> and he great. mixed our 1987 His, his hand touched the console, so it counts. <laughs> this has to be one of my favorite names I've ever seen on a record. Rob Ragsdale. It is. They'll be like, Ragsdale, <laughs> get over here. <laughs> You know who this reminds me of, and, and this might be a who the hell are you as well, is um, Tim Buck 3. Whoa. Remember them? I do remember them. What was their hit? That I don't remember, <laughs> but I do remember Tim Buck 3. Their hit was The Future So Bright. I, I gotta, gotta wear shades. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. I bet they all knew each other. Like, you have to think, you know, the world was even smaller in terms of. You know, seen back then. So, but but even REM and the B 52s knew each other. Oh, and Indigo Girls. Like, how many bands came out of that one town? You know, yeah. And they're all on each other's records. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they just have a similar sound. I mean, you have to think back then, kids, there's no interwebs to tell you what Rockabilly was. You only found that out when you went to see Hedge V. Exactly. Well, you said, what the heck is But I even look, but even today, though, think about how, like, the, the the our communities musicians all know each other. They do shows together and they mix and match all the time. Yeah, you know, it's true. Um, this will come out probably right before the show, but we're doing the big Bowie uh, tribute January fourteenth at the Union Transfer, and we have a fine singer Emily Drinker. She came last night, and I had seen the night before she played with Rilla. At oh yeah, show. so I, I was like, hey, I know. Yeah. It's a small, small world. And she, you know, she did the Oh Brother, Where Art Thou with Dan May uh, and, yes. and my brother-in-law, Jamie. I mean, look, even with the interwebs, it's a small, small world. It's a small world. Well, Rob, here's a new category. Oh, I wait with bated breath. Can you, can you tell me like a name you wouldn't want to name your band? Can you think of a, an, a name that would just seemingly be like a misleading name or just a not a good name? Uh, yeah, no, just, just, just generally like if cat, someone like if, cat box or yeah, yeah, good. So if someone <laughs> it, said it, you, you definitely be like, Ooh, no, yeah, no, I All don't right. think. So what's the name of this band? Well, I'm going to give you the old radio. <laughs> it's right. B101 hits all day. Ladies and gentlemen, a new hit from burning sensations. Oh, Ooh, burning sensation. There's an ointment for that. <laughs> Is this a maxi single? It no. looks like it. It's got a it's massive hard. lead out. Yeah, it's got a huge dead. I, I, it almost sounds like it's going too fast, but it's not. This is exactly how they played it with that sweet DX7. Yeah. It sounds like the real thing. Oh, it kind of has a. A punk vibe. You, know, I was gonna say. You know what it reminds me of? Did you hear Joe Strummer's like oh. stuff after yeah, like, the Clash? EDF, EMF. No, no, not EMF. No, he, he, well, he had his own. It was just, yeah, it was letters, but it was him. He kind of had big this, audio dynamite. Yeah, but he also did another thing. It was just like solo. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, but very, very similar sound though. No, this isn't him. I, I bet. 
burning sensation is Tim McGovern, Rob Rio Hasek, Barry the Hatchet Wisdom. Wow, that's his real name, but Hatchet is his nick- nickname. You know what it sounds like now, though? The Hooters. Oh, yeah. Morley Bartnot, Jeff Holly, and Michael Temple. The only thing I hate about it is the name of the band. I guess, wow, it, it is more complicated than I expected. Yeah. Like it's got that ska, but double time. Thing. Yeah. I can't find the year on there, but I'm going to guess mid-80s or early 80s. Well, I, I got my readers on. I'll look it up. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for internet. We're going to the most famous record website on earth. It's called Discogs. That's where everybody gets their final information. I'm going to put this in like 80... I'm going to guess 82. Okay. Here's, a, here's our information. Oh, there's the record right there. Oh, Los Angeles area rock band that formed in 82. So, okay. Burning oh, Sensations released in 83. 83. Oh, you found it at the exact same time. January, it, was, it was engineered in El Dorado Studios, Hollywood, 83. January of 83. Wow. 40 years. This month. What the? In case you wanted to feel old today. He's putting his heart in it. He's putting his heart in it. He's got some okay, sexy so saxophone. On, <laughs> you know. Speaking of not. Speaking of adults only. Yeah. <laughs> and the hot nuts are back. So, interestingly enough. This is called a mini album because, just like you said, it doesn't have four songs. Yeah, it's not full. So yeah, it's actually called or didn't call that, but I I call it a maxi single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You coined the term before. (laughs) That's right. That lead out's too long. I'm interested. I'm interested to hear what they do because if it's only four songs. Yeah, let's let's hear because I I there's a jaw harp on the one of the songs. They were at Phil Collins' studio and they got that gated snare. Yeah, they're like, can you put the um, talkback compressor on everything? Yes. Can you do the in the air tonight, Phil, on this song? Or they're going to do walking on sunshine really fast. Yeah. Walking on sunshine. Wow, listen to Farfisa. But it's almost like a James Brown song, but he's just not singing quite funky. Get up now. I'm gonna tell you. Living in America. <laughs> yeah. I feel good. Daddy. Across the nation. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Let's, let's just do the other two. Side B. 
or yeah, or face B if you're looking at the front. I'm used record. to using the the condenser mic, and I can leave, and you can still oh, yeah. hear me. But I realize that you can't hear you me. Can't, you can't wander. I can't wander anymore. Well, have, you, let's get that condenser back. I have to do like the Howard Stern. Be like, so tell me. And now it's like. Burning sensations. Yeah. With a little Brazilian percussion. Yeah. The huica. Is that how you say that? Say I don't that. know. Yeah, huica. Is that where you take the, the cloth and you rub it on that rod? To yeah. It's a drum head. And it's like, it, it sounds, it sounds like, like you're choking a monkey out. In a McDonald's cone. Yeah. Uh, not like that, though. Yeah. This kind of reminds me of like the South African stuff we listen to, like Johnny Clegg. This reminds like I feel like I'm watching the beginning of like Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yeah, Crocodile Dundee down under again. <laughs> you call that a knife? Yeah, I do. Last track for Burning Sensation. Ooh. Now it's a little uh, Judas Priest. Or the police, almost. I think because we've kind of, like, you know, evolution, in terms of musical evolution, we've kind of come back around to this kind of, like, simpler is better. So, like, when I hear this, like, this was in the advent of having so many more channels to work with, and I hear this, and I said, like... Someone who's done a little production work, I listen to this and it's too busy. Yeah. <laughs> like, they could have, like, probably done half the channel count and had a, you know, but it was at the time, like, they were competing against Men at Work and they were competing against uh, NXS. Yeah. A lot of bands doing this kind of oingo boingo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just sounds like a, 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 a solid wall of, like, like the, the wall of sound. Yeah. Spectre kind of yeah, exactly. They're like, we go in there, oh, I'm going to put down four more keyboard patches. Like, okay. Yeah. It does kind of sound like Oingo Boingo now. Oh, yeah. Weird science. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I think we we can just give them... We can give it up for Burning we'll Sensations. Give them a little, little round of uh, ointment applause yeah. <laughs> Burning Sensations. Yeah, the, the ointment award goes to... <laughs> burning Sensations. <laughs> Their 1983 release. Can Why does this itch? The Grammys that year. That <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and now we have a large tube of preparation age. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, Rob, it's, uh, it's a fan favorite. Oh, is it? And it's a favorite of mine. Oh, let's hear it. You can close your eyes. Oh, yes. And get ready for 45 pickup. 45 we pickup. Brand new stack. Stack. a long time, so here we go. <laughs> I know. No. You're, you're much more. You're much more holy. No. I know. What you're That's the one. That's that, one. Yep. Whatever this one is. Right, I like the odds. I like the odds of this one. I'm uh. Here, look. What I got? Oh, oh no, it has a small it? hole. Yeah. I found a. Uh, you found an actual like, speed. Oh yeah, we can actually get it to play in tune. Because any time that I would do it with my fingers, it would be like... Well, it was fun to watch the arm wiggling, though. Arm going back and forth. All right. Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Oh, boy. 
It's that's the name of the song. Frank. Yeah. Now we'd like to dedicate Wait a, a minute. Song. Whoa. Oh, oh, yeah, it's 33. Oh, well, no 45 here. It's 33 pickup. It's it's a 7-inch. We should call it 7-inch pickup. Oh, there you go. But that might... Strong team we will tell. Oh, boy. And ideas and products we sell. Ideas and products. Now first at the helm is Cadell. Oh boy! Along with Martinez Oswell. Oh boy! <laughs> Operations has Jake at the wheel. Oh two, boy! Two chords in the truth. Now Barber is there with his Everybody. Oh boy! Oh boy! At the plus and extra. Sounds like it was recorded on a four track. Sounds like it was recorded on one of those things that Winchester used in the tent on MASH. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? To talk to his dad, father. Yeah, quarter inch. Like, yeah, quarter inch, an omnidirectional dynamic microphone sitting amongst them. A ceramic mic, if you will. Oh, yeah, or crystal. Or crystal, crystal mic. It's like a clean tone electric guitar. Yeah. Lycrons and Bucrons are two. Lycrons. The New Jersey area is what it says at the top. But it's Frank Nelson and the Humble Three. And it actually has the three guys' names underneath it. commercial and reseller this sounds like this was made for like a commercial, like a, like a, like a, like, a, like an advertising agency would have this. Yeah. So like you can hire these guys to do your car commercial. I'm looking this up right now. Your business Or maybe it was a conference, like a, we're going to the Sons of the Desert conference in the desert and then they would hand these out. Because we found another record a few years ago that was given away at some sort of conference, and it was weird. There's two songs on here. That's Oh Boy. Now, if you'll all look up on the slide, we'll start right from the beginning and sing the whole song again. Uh, <laughs> no. It's the John Deere song. It is. <laughs> Oh wow. my gosh. They're like, if you all look up at the slide. So now everyone's looking at the, the lyrics. But now it's a little quieter. So here's the thing. I don't know if this is... What year's on that thing? Frank Nelson... Here's the thing, though. It's one-sided. There's nothing on the other yeah, side. Yeah, which tells me it was like a... Frank Nelson and the Humble Three. Humble Three, There's yeah. There's absolutely no other information except the New Jersey area. So, but it does have a, a VIN number on it. So maybe we could find something. I'm going to go back. Let's go back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, to, to the, the Cogs? Well, no, because I'm looking. I'm looking. Because Frank, Frank Nelson was an actor, but I don't know if it's the same person. Oh, Frank Nelson? Yeah, Frank Nelson was like. He was on, like, I Love Lucy and the. Was it Jack Benny? And he was on a bunch of shows, but he died in, like, 87. Yeah, no, I don't, this can't be it because nothing's coming up with Frank Nelson. Oh and, boy, 
Absolutely nothing. You know, the first thing I get is Boney M. And then I get Frank Sinatra. So Right. This, this ladies and gentlemen, is what we like to call a bona fide who the hell are you. Yeah. If anybody knows that Bill, or I'm sorry, Frank Nelson. And the Humble was, Three. And the Humble Three were, excuse me, somehow uh, salesmen in the New Jersey area some 40 or so more years ago. Let us know, because that right there. So real quick, though, the other side was cut, though, wasn't it? There's nothing on there? It's smooth. Oh. Smooth as a baby's behind. Yeah. This is what it sounds like, by the way. Because I did this by accident. Oh, it is cut. It's got grooves, but it's just... It's empty. Maybe they have a secret message. Wait a minute. It's like... Like Frank Nelson was born in 1911. Yeah. Now. But if anybody wants like a sweet, you know, like they make those plugins that imitate just a a needle sound. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Everybody, let's go. Look at that. Frank Nelson, thank you. I'll even turn it up. (laughs) Have you thought about buying a Troy built rototiller? (laughs) Well, ladies, this one's for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy. The John Deere one still kind of that's one of my favorites of all. The John time. Deere is definitely what well, someday someday when when it's all said and done we'll have a best I'll have of. to do a a complete overhaul uh memory down memory lane and that one will definitely be in there because oh. I still to this day every time I pass uh, a dealer of John Deere tractors I'm like you know who Gets up every morning, slaves away. <laughs> the great American, the great American farmer. farmer. <laughs> he he likes his coffee black and his women blacker. He likes <laughs> he likes his corn sweet yellow. <laughs> and by the end of it, he's getting tired. He's like, and uh, he <laughs> likes like, his truck. And and as he passes the amber graves of way, amber waves of green on his way home, he he actually starts to sound like he's like losing it yeah. at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Well, He's Rob, like, this one to me is probably my my favorite that I have found in the past many months mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. of a band that I have absolutely no idea. And ladies and gentlemen, there's plenty of bands out there that we don't know right now. Oh, and only history m- will decide. M- more than more that we don't know than we know. Right. There's more music being made that you'll never hear. Mm-hmm. Unless you go out into the dusty bins or you go out into the live venues or you go down to like uh, Penn's Landing on a sunny June afternoon, and yeah. here's somebody Someone's who gonna be didn't out there take playing. their meds and is out there performing. Darn right. Well, I want you to just tell, just take a look at this first, and tell me what you think we're going to hear by the cover. It's time for. So I'll describe the cover, and then you'll also see it on the uh, Who the Hell Are You podcast Instagram. That's right. But it's uh, entitled Gene Three. Can you judge a book by its cover? And if I had to guess the sound of it. First off, uh, Jean, I'm assuming it's Jean, is in the center of the cover. It's a, it's a drawing. She's very uh, sort of Avatar-esque. Oh, yeah. And then you, in the background, you have like some like kind of evil like Pied Piper-looking guy. He, he kind of looks like Tommy Iommi. He does. And, and, and I'm assuming I'm going to hear like some sort of mythical... like um, Hobbit Rock? That's a... Wizard Rock? I, I, Hobbit <laughs> Rock is actually... Wizard Rock's too easy. Hobbit right. Rock is awesome. All right, here yeah. we go. All right, let's hear. Could it be... Could, 
It's a good start, man. That is some serious Hobbit rock. It's, right ho- it's Hobbitish. Yeah. Back in the days, Hobbiton was a fine place where they put their guitars through tremolo pedals. Ready to commit nope. yet? Oh, two times. Give it to me. Two times. Wow. Because that's an effect, and so the drummer had to play with that. With the Bo Diddley beat. <laughs> it's not quite. And Gimli. So I'm assuming this is Gene the third record. The band is called Gene. Oh, yeah. I think this is the guys, and it was recorded in Germany. And the singer, or no, the guitar player is Klaus Hess, which, oh. or is it Klaus Hess? Klaus Hess. Klaus. No one speaks German. Could be Wolfgang Kranz. Well, this has to be some German psychedelic rock, then. You were right on the. I mean, how more? I mean, if it was British, maybe it would be slightly bit more Hobbitish, but German is much it's, closer. Yeah, yeah. This is like. Then you. This has got to be seventies, yeah. Oh yeah. My guess is like 74. There's no there's no date on there. I think it's a, is it 75. A, 75. Oh, now I got to give it to Jason. Jason collects Jason. nothing but 1975 vintage. Is that his birth year? Yeah. All of our birth years? Yep. And it's also when we all knew that there would be jeans. Jeans. Can we get a sample of Jason yelling chains? Because I would like to have that on there too. Wow. Well, this is certainly. I mean, I guess this is could be like the German version of the Grateful Dead, kind of. Yeah. They're just gonna get I it mean, going. I shouldn't do say this, but more interesting than the Grateful Dead. Well, <laughs> yeah. Not down. so loud. Hold on. Let's not be like today be irrational. <laughs> who the hell of you? This I, is not the express or implied opinions of who the hell of you podcast incorporated. <laughs> I know. The first track, we're only halfway through it. Yeah, we're, we're not even halfway through this, ladies and gentlemen. So let's give them Here, here's some my, applause. Here's my other critique. There's only two chords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we still haven't broken yeah. the mold. How about a bridge? What's the matter with you guys? Yeah. Oh, we're Jane. We don't do bridges. Yeah, I was going to say. Acid trips have no I sound bridge. like uh, Max Headroom. 
or or uh, the first <laughs> words of Peter Gabriel's Big Time. Oh, that's right. Hi there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we should take a slight left turn. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where you're turning from. You know, like NASCAR. Oh, okay. You know, like a slight left. Like turn. a like a bend. Yeah, kind a, of a bend. A, a berm. <laughs> Well, Rob, this is a record called Music Hall to Variety. Mm-hmm. And that kind of sounds redundant to me because you think of like a variety show being held like in a, a music hall. Like a vaudeville or like a... I think that's what it is. And let's just... <laughs> I don't know if this will work or not. Yes, it will. <laughs> I want you to look at the pictures and I want you to pick the person I, only by their picture. Of who, who I want to hear. Yeah, who you want me to hear and then I'll find them on the record. I definitely want to go with G.H. Elliot G.H. Elliot Yeah, because he couldn't look more uncomfortable in his photo <laughs> I was going to go with Eugene Stratton But he's literally in blackface Yeah, that's what I... <laughs> That's why I, I, I figure it was too low hanging yeah, fruit little, there. Yeah, no, he is wearing blackface. There is no doubt of my mind. Right. Yeah, so, G. H. Elliot though looks like he has. Um, we should put that picture specifically on the Instagram because it looks like he has some sort of odd spine. Oh, some sort of spine of yeah, like, yeah. Like he's he can't stand up straight, but he can. But he decided to pose like that. So I'm having trouble here. It, it seems like they've... Oh, wait. G.H. Elliott, yes? Yes. G.H. Elliott? Down home in Tennessee. Uh-huh. Um, okay. One, two, three, four. Oh, okay. they're, they're probably short songs, right? I, I think so. That's why they can fit so many people. G- One, two, three. Two, three. What? Down home in Tennessee. The chocolate cult. Oh, my goodness. I'm not going to say it. This album is racist. <laughs> As was early 20th century America. Oh, here comes a horse. <laughs> As it... As is a lot of now. I sure do. The first song is okay. I think there's two songs. And this is when most people didn't have cars, you know? They still had horse and carriage, and if you had a car, you were like John D. Rockefeller. Exactly. You were hauling it in. Yeah. It's like the first year iPhone came out. People with iPhones were looked down in sort of polite disdain. That's right, kids. There was a time before computer phones. And they sung about inappropriate things on vaudeville stages. I, they, I won't say the name of it, but they do. They put a thing in here and they say there's a tradition of word I won't say songs not then considered offensive. 
This guy was born in 1883 and died in 62. Wow. That's like the Marx Brothers. Most of the Marx Brothers were built, or both built. They were built by aliens in the late 1800s. <laughs> this one's monotune. It gives you like a little description of how to how to set your... Oh, I see. You can mark your own preferred settings for listening. For really? treble, bass, and stereo balance, even though it's in mono. Wow. Yeah, so you take you your pencil and like... Yeah. Like, you don't mind like... Well, let's put on the racist record. Yeah. <laughs> put the treble to two, Dan, and the bass to minus one. I was one. like the guy in the blackface. Yeah. That, that guy is totally in blackface. Is that too. wrong? Don't put that on Instagram. It is. That I will mean, not be on Instagram. It, it is. It's um, Music hall to variety. Look at the back. There's posters. I think I might put that up there because the yeah. posters are great. They are great. They're kind of like the flapper style. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were back when people had to draw Wow. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how long that goes on, but people needed to be entertained for a while. This must then, have so. been a reissue, though, right? It's got to be. Well, yeah. I mean, these were all probably on 78, which we'll bring back yeah, probably yeah. the next time we, should, we, we get should. together. That's right. And there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, you've, you've spent 45 minutes with us on your commute. That's right. Or maybe and trying to wake up in the welcome morning. Welcome to the 23. That's right. 2023 is uh, upon us. COVID nowhere in sight. <clears throat> and uh, we'll see you next week. That's right. 